Hey, yo, 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 mic check, one, two, episode 227? 227, bro. Episode 227, Serious Rap Shit Podcast, I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, uh, Regina King is not going to show up no. on this episode. <laughs> but we are doing this from the stoop, and I'm hanging out a window. Yeah, yeah. Talking Josh to hanging out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the stoop. The mailman's going to pop up. Yeah. I think that mailman passed away. I don't thought. Yeah, the guy who he had like the he's a black dude with like red hair. I can't never mm. think of his. Oh yeah, name. I do think he passed away. I think he died like like a few years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Rest in peace. Yeah, he was like life. a com- like a legendary comedian dude. Like he's yeah. been in everything. Yeah, that dude was in mad shit. Yeah, mad shit. I'm 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 sorry. I'm uh forgetting his name. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, um, everything's been cool, bro. Like, you know, we just got literally before we started the podcast, we just got the news that James Harden is injured and we'll be out yeah. for a month. Literally yeah. right before we started the podcast. Right. Right. And the fucking Phillies got trounced. Yeah, last they got night. trounced last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no good. I, I will say this. I was watching um, when they when they won seven nothing the other night, Tuesday night. Um, just my Twitter feed, like watching uh, everybody be so fucking happy, like my mm-hmm. friends, family, that kind of shit. Like watching people be happy, and, and I was, I was fucking like elated, bro. Like it f- yeah. made me feel so good in my heart. You know what it's I mean? Beautiful. It's it's this is um <clears throat> you know whether or not I I I don't want to uh speak like negatively but however any of these uh the eagles or the phillies or the sixers uh turn out the union or a thing apparently um however this shit turns out people are gonna look back at this time fondly yeah definitely you know what i'm saying philadelphia it'll be 93 fills yeah 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 which shit and i i didn't even watch baseball back then i had cards and shit but i didn't watch baseball back then and i vividly remember that 93 Phillies run. Yeah. I remember watching that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a similar thing. Yeah, it's a... I don't know how this is, because obviously I've only experienced it in the city of Philadelphia, so I can't tell you what it is like in other cities. But I, I know, like, from seeing, like, New York, and so like when, when teams get on a run in, like, big cities and shit like that, man, like, the enthusiasm behind them, the excitement behind them is, yeah, yeah, that energy is insane. Like I I know that at least for like East coast cities and shit like that, like there's just so much love and and back. And I think like, I think that happens when we saw Atlanta, when they were playing really well in the playoffs um, with Trey and them a couple years Mm -hmm. ago, how big Atlanta got behind them. Yeah. So I think that happens. I think it just happens, man. (laughs) Yeah. I hated that team too, bro. Fucking Hawks. Fuck out of here! I, I, Trey, I fuck with Trey. I'll I'll take this to my grave. Trey Young looks like the Guy Fawkes mask. Oh shit! Because <laughs> the guy don't like the smile. Yeah, he, 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 that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he looks just like that Guy Fawkes mask. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I can't. Yeah. You know, so hard is that. But yeah, listen, man. Like, I, you know, it's been a fun. The energy in the city is great right now. Yeah. Um. People are excited. You know, I know the 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 bank or whatever they call it, so this is Bank Park is going to be rocking tonight for game uh, yeah. 
for game five. Phil, the Eagles play tonight. They play the Houston Texans tonight. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's it's a uh, it's, it's a big time city. Is really you know the Eagles are what seven and oh eight and oh something like that. We are. Are we eight and oh? I think it's eight and oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think we ain't lost. So, no, no Jalen Hurts is, is the MVP of the league right now. Like, Going you know, it, 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 City's really happy, so I, I'm I'm behind it. You know what I mean? Even though one team I root for ain't doing that great, but you know, oh well. Yeah. Arsenal's doing great, top of the league, baby. That's what I'm talking go. about. Yeah. Um, you think Arsenal? You think Arsenal could beat? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you think they could beat the Union? <laughs> I think they dog. I've tried to watch MLS. Right, right. Uh, once I started to really get into like uh, soccer and shit, I was like, you know what? I'll give the MLS a try. Mm-hmm. It's like watching l- like single A ball against oh, baseball. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like watching Division three basketball instead of watching the NBA. Right, because there's right. there's only one or two guys maybe on that team that could play in the high leagues in europe yeah and it just it looks like it when you're used to watching like high league play you go back Flashy. and watch that you're like yeah there's a reason it's like when you it's like watching you know the xfl or some shit like that versus oh, the, versus the nfl you go like <laughs> yeah well there's a reason why 90 percent of these guys aren't in the nfl yeah i was gonna say it's like is it like watching arena football back <clears throat> yes. in the day Essentially, what it is, dog. Them niggas used to look like us out on the block. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's definitely, like, you watch it and you're just like, oh, man, like, I just can't get into it. But, you know, hey, shout out to the union. I hope they do great. Sons of Ben is like a thing. They're, like, they're, they're cheering squad or whatever. So, yeah. you know what I mean? There's a possibility considering Ben Franklin was like smutting whores all over the place and shit like that. There's a very was good chance he, that maybe. Is he like a man whore? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was his big like. Apparently, like I think he, yeah, he he was like a big time like, yeah, man whore. What was he? He was slinging the dick all over the place. I was gonna say, is it was it like prostitutes or just like he was just probably probably all over. Probably was you know smutting pros and yeah, smutting like uh you know some. Uh, you know, highborn ladies. You know what I yeah. mean. He he had the pros and the amateurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to him. Jesus. Shout out to Ben. I never do that. Yeah, I never do that. That makes. You know where sense. I learned that most? The Office. The Office has a whole like episode about that. I was gonna say it makes sense now with the Office. Uh, how that that the guy dressed up he came to the mm-hmm. office for folks who don't know the episode it was, there was a guy a ben franklin impersonator he was like mad flirty with like the mm-hmm. women in the office okay now i get it he was playing a character i thought it was just that guy nah yeah apparently it. like <laughs> he he was like all over the place my man had like wives all over the world type thing like wow, shout out to him back ben was then, getting it in you couldn't even text jaws back then i know how are you but maintaining to, all of those relationships? Wow. Sending letters every once in a while. You know what I mean? Carrier pitches. Yeah. I Listen, man. I appreciate those times. My man could probably like go home, be relaxed, didn't have to answer nine different texts, none of that yeah. kind of shit. Jesus. What a beautiful John's, time. What a time. John's like drawing their own nudes. And yeah. Mailing them to him. Jesus. What? 
Charles titties. The Titty yeah. Tuesday. You get them next Tuesday. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right, you're going to get these on the third. <laughs> what? That's wild. Yeah, I did I did not know that about Ben yeah. Franklin. Yeah, shout out Jesus. to Ben. <laughs> and shout out to Union. Yeah, shout out to Union. <laughs> Go win, I don't know, whatever they call their trophy. Yeah, win y'all thing, the Union Cup, the soccer yeah. cup. Yeah. Win that shit. Um, but uh, yeah, man, <clears throat> you know. It's been a it's been a cool week. Nothing crazy, you know. It it's been a kind of a laid back week. Uh, um, we've been grinding, working on some projects, and yeah. getting shit in order. Um, I popped up on a, I did a guest appearance on uh, Classics of Cinematics. Um, I saw that. I gotta listen to that. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, we talked about the movie Sleepwalkers. Um, so if you want to listen to me, basically tell you how I can make a movie better than people who did it in the nineties. Um, yeah, I do that for a whole fucking episode. The people who made Sleepwalkers are gonna be so mad. Oh, when well. they hear that episode, they made a who terrible the movie and deserve to get. Ne- which which one is Sleepwalkers? Like, what's the? It's plot? the one where the uh, the mom and the the son are fucking each other. They turn into like cat monsters. Oh no! What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. it's about. Yeah, they're like these cat monsters who are also afraid of cats. Um, what? and like they, the mom and son sleep with each other, but they like they find a virgin to drain of life force, and then they they go town to town draining virgins and all that kind of shit. It what? like again, like simple shit, like. Why would you go to a small town? Move to a city where people go missing all the time and you could like kidnap people all over the place all the time and right. no one would think any any wiser. You're going to a town of like 1,500 people. One person yeah. goes missing, the whole fucking town knows about it. You're like, yo, where the fuck is Jim? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's really weird. It's a, it's a weird movie. There's some shit in there that's like really good. Yeah. Some ideas that are in there that are really good. And then there's some shit that's terrible. But... The dude who plays like the main uh, antagonist and his mother are great. And they're like right. they're worth watching the movie for. Right? Are they like hamming it up, or are they yes. just like genuinely? Yeah. They're, great? Okay. they're genuine. Like he's kind of hamming it up. She's kind of genuinely great as like a scary person, yeah. and like it's just really good. Like they're really good at it, and they make you watch. It was not as bad because I had seen it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen it since like probably the early nineties yeah. and, um, you watch it and you're like, I was expecting it to be really bad. Cause that was my memory of it. Mm-hmm. Now going back and watching it, I'm like, Oh yeah, it's like a lot of eighties horror. Like it was done in the early nineties, but it still has a lot of eighties horror vibe to it. Yeah. And I- it's really but it, it's it's one of those things where you watch and you're like, there's some good ideas here. They just did a poor job executing. Didn't execute it. it. Yeah, yo, we watched. Uh, listen, I watched uh, people under the stairs. Yeah, I was I was gonna do that one, but Arsenal was playing at the time. He needed to record that, so I couldn't record. I couldn't do it. <laughs> right. So it, it was like uh, I haven't seen people under the stairs since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, I watched it, and it was so much more ridiculous than I thought it originally mm-hmm. was. And I know some people have like, oh yeah, this movie dealt with 
some themes that were, you mm-hmm. know, ahead of his time for a movie. But yeah, that shit when like the one kid is like one of Peter Pan's lost boys and he's like running around in the walls and shit. Like, yeah. Arr, like, and whole boy is like shooting in the walls, trying to kill him. I'm like, this is fucking nonsense. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck is this movie and yeah like Liz I think it was like on the humbug uh, we were talking about it and Liz was like I've never seen that shit so I'm always any like weird 90s thing that I remember from when we were kids and she, she don't know about it I'm immediately like we have to watch this because yes. it's terrible and it's gonna be funny but yeah that shit it was ridiculous I think they uh, they like chopped up Ving Rhames it was, it was nutty it was fucking yeah and it was nutty. a there was a time, like probably like the in the eighties, I guess like the late seventies, early eighties, they ran through a lot of like Stephen King's A material. And right. they were like, Well, what else do you have? <laughs> what else do you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let, let's use some of this shit. And like that's when you started to get bad Stephen King shit, man. Yeah. Oh, did you see Stephen <laughs> King and Elon Musk like going back and forth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody say like, um, Elon Musk is the great negotiator. He paid $44 million, $44 billion for Twitter that's worth maybe $10 billion. Mm-hmm. And then said immediately his first way to start paying back all his debt is to start charging for uh, verification $20. He said, and then he switched it to $8 just because uh, Stephen King told him to go fuck himself. Right. <laughs> Stephen King, dog, that was, that was probably the most hilarious Twitter interaction I've seen it's certainly uh all week. That shit though, I was howling looking at that shit. I was like, this this timeline we live in is is ridiculous. We live Absolutely in such a strange ridiculous. time, bro. Yeah. Such a strange time. For this the fact weird. that people are just like, oh man, like what it's like he's never gonna turn Twitter into like parlor or anything like that. Cause he's gonna lose uh, advertisers so he's yeah. never it's never gonna go so far yeah because the reason why those parlor and gab and places like that can't don't have overwhelming reach even though like nazism is very well represented throughout places is that they can't get sponsors because no one's like hey man i want to put my money behind something that has is anti-black and anti-queer and anti-semitic uh, and all kinds, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one's like, hey, I want to advertise on there. Right. Okay, so I, you know, I'm an ad, uh, I, I run, you know, accounts, like ad accounts for fucking Wendy's. Oh, yeah, I'm going to advertise on your platform when people are just, like, dropping N-bombs yeah. and, like, <laughs> talking about, like, Trans people should die. Like, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Nobody wants to advertise on that nah. shit. And if people, nah. if there's a mass exodus of of uh, folks on Twitter, and people feel like you're just letting all the the gargoyles in, that's that's gonna tank the value yeah. of the site. You're gonna right. kill the site, basically. Yeah, it's like there's a reason why Kanye can buy Parlor. And he can't buy fucking Twitter. It's because mm-hmm. Twitter has bigger value than fucking Parlor because no one's on Parlor. Like, you right. know what I mean? Right. Like, do, these places, like, exist because, like, people want to be there. If people don't want to be there, they'll leave. We've seen it happen to other social media platforms before. Mm-hmm. Dog, MySpace, MySpace was so big 
that not only was it referenced in every single TV show mm-hmm. and film during the 2000s when it had its run, there in Philly, they made a physical club called the MySpace Lounge that <laughs> had the MySpace mm-hmm. logo on it. Like, MySpace was a huge, huge cultural uh, thing. Yes. And then people just fucking left. It was like one day, it was like, yo, this shit's not cool. We're done. And niggas jumped to Facebook and niggas jumped to Twitter. Yep. And MySpace was done. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like um, that shit can't happen to Twitter. Like you said, it's happened many times. And the the fucked up thing about this, uh, somebody said something to this effect on the timeline all of these other sites and like 4chan and shit, the racists, you could tell that uh, their motive is just to abuse people that mm-hmm. uh, don't think like them because they could have their own sites. Like, you know, we're not on 4chan and all nope. of this other shit and all of these like message boards where they just like spread the most vile shit. They could be contained in their own world. They want to be on Twitter, yeah, so that they can like. There's they, no libtards to shit on. Yeah, on they think they're like dab. wounding people or whatever yeah. by saying nasty shit. So yeah, that's why they want to be on these, you know, like quote unquote mainstream sites. Yeah, exactly. There's no, you know, there's no libtards to you know shit on on 4chan. So like, why would I go on there? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like. They want to be where people are like and so they're going to have to like and like when people go like, oh, well, like, you know, uh, freedom of speech and 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 like, you know, customer. It's like, yo, everybody has terms of agreement and all that kind of stuff. Like child porn is not allowed on fucking 4chan either. Like, you know what I mean? There's always going to be lines that are drawn. Yeah. It's just this is how it is. You know what I mean? And, And as it should be. Yeah, exactly. As exactly. it should be. I you know this you know, this notion of, of freedom or whatever, you know, that's a whole other conversation. Um, but I you know, I don't want anybody to be uh handcuffed. I certainly don't want the state to be handcuffing speech because, you know, we all know who that shit uh yes. ends up falling back <coughs> on ultimately. Even it, white people are so obsessed with freedom of speech, but when uh rights are uh infringed upon y'all get it the least yes we we speak it frankly and historically so i you know i don't want that stuff but i also don't want uh a world without rules and and common agreements you know what i'm saying like like who wants to live in a world where just a person who can think of doing uh can think of the worst thing possible and saying it or doing it or showing it is just allowed to do that. Yeah. I for, I forget the I forget who the quote is from, but like it's essentially like in a tolerant society, it is extremely important to combat intolerance. Yeah. So like yeah. that whole idea of where like, oh well, you know, what about the the so called, you know, uh respectable left and shit like that? It's like yeah, like there's no respect for Nazis, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Like there's so like, right. You, you, the tolerant <laughs> left, the tolerant left. It's like, yeah, but like I, Nazis don't have no right to exist. So like, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's auto tolerate them. So there's no yeah. like your your thinking doesn't have a place in this society. You change your thinking, you have a place in this society. Yeah. You and know what I mean? That's what you use your freedom of speech for. The worst shit. Yes, possible. exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't feel uh encumbered in things that I'd say. Like this podcast, there's nobody telling us, you know, don't say that. Don't say this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel very free to speak. I try to speak words that are empowering, encouraging, compassionate. Why is your freedom, you know, uh always aligned with abuse? Yes, exactly. I don't understand that. I don't I don't understand that that mentality. You know yeah, what like, I'm saying? I, I forget who I was talking with last week about this. But I was saying, like, you know, why is their freedom of speech the first thing they want to do is insult people or call people the N-word or say, you know, say something wild, period. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why is that your first go-to when you say, I want freedom of speech? It's just, I just want to be able to freedom to insult people. Right. And y'all want that shit, you know, behind uh, the anonymity of the internet. Mm-hmm. If y'all do leave out of y'all houses for y'all little Proud Boy events, y'all want them behind a barricade, a police barricade, a police escort. You know what I'm saying? If if a motherfucker I despise or, you know, feel any kind of way about, you know, and I say X, Y, Z to them that's insulting, they should be able to give me energy back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They should be able to give me hands back if they feel like they should. Y'all motherfuckers want to throw rocks from behind the internet and from behind police barricades. That's like extra coward shit. Yeah, you know what do they say? You know, <clears throat> you never throw a rock and hide your hand. You know what I mean? Like stand on what you believe in. Simple yeah. and plain. Yeah. Stand on it. Infect Twitter. I'll tell you this. Like, uh. This like this <laughs> this idea of like paying for a verified badge. Come on, yo. Cause uh, if if even if I did do it, the first thing a nigga that disagree with me gonna say is like, oh man, you paying for your you badge. Pay, you paying to get verified. You know like, what, I'm blah, blah, blah. what I'm gonna say, like, no, I got one before <laughs> yeah. I got one when they was free. Nah, like so yeah, I'm not even setting myself up. So they can do that shit if they want to. My shit'll just go back to what it was. Yeah. You know? And they ain't changing the mission. You know what I mean? It don't right. change the mission for real. Don't change the mission, don't change the work. Yeah. Um Real quick, I do want to talk about this. Um, uh, first of all, rest in peace to take off. Um, yeah, rest we in unfortunately peace. lost him. Uh, was it just the other day? Was it Tuesday? A few days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Tuesday morning. Yeah, I woke up to that. Um, and you know, there's always when anytime this kind of shit happens with rappers and, and people in the hip hop community. There's always a lot of talk about like, yo man, like we have to do better by ourselves and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and a lot of talk of like, you know, black on black violence and, and black on black crime and, and, you know, that kind of shit. But like <clears throat> one thing I saw yesterday and I think it's a really important is like, this is a uniquely gun violence is a uniquely American thing. Yeah, certainly gun violence in the frequency yes. that we experience it. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, 
hip hop probably the longest other hip hop community would be London's hip hop community has been going for a very long time since the eighties. Um, there's been plenty of beefs there, plenty of things happen and people don't get killed through gun violence on a regular basis there. Um, I, I think it, it it becomes a, uh, a thing of like, well, hip hop, we can blame hip hop for the violence and we can blame, black folks for violence and this, that, and the third, when we just refuse to acknowledge the fact that, hey, black on black crime is a myth anyway. Um, we've talked about this shit before. Like, crime happens in, in uh, what do they call it? Proximity. Yeah. So, like, you generally... People that's close to you. Yes, exactly. Um, so that's just generally what happens, period, all types of crime. Um, but this isn't just a uniquely hip-hop thing this is a uniquely american thing because of our obsession with firearms and our obsession with guns and i think that needs i think that for like people who are who are discussing this in the you know the larger hip-hop journalistic community we need to focus on that aspect that this is not just a uniquely hip-hop thing this is a uniquely american thing right because that that young brother could have been anywhere. Yeah. And that shit could have happened. We see it all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I think that um I think that uh we as a society struggle with getting to the root of things. So we find all kind of ways to blame like if somebody was like, you know, uh why are you at a bowling alley? And you, you know, you're like a rich and famous rapper. I'm like, so a nigga can't go eat chicken. Yeah, exactly. A nigga can't go to a bowling alley. A nigga can't be sitting in his crib, you know, without a cop kicking a door in and shooting mm-hmm. him in his chest while he's eating ice cream, sitting on his own fucking couch. So there's nowhere a black person can go, you know, without being, uh, you know, you know, expected to be shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is is the discourse? <coughs> so. I think that uh, we figure we try to figure out ways and do a lot of uh, rhetorical and mental gymnastics to try to blame the victim as a way of not looking at the root cause of things. And frankly, this country was built on a mass. I mean, like a, a wave of waves, multiple mass waves of violence and murder and uh, the the theft of indigenous land. And then you take a bloody and brutal slave trade and you, on top of that, pile a culture of violence and guns and xenophobia on Mm -hmm. top of that. That's a foundation that hasn't been addressed, that hasn't been undone. So now we're just walking around on like a like a, a grave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're walking around on death and murder historically. You know what I'm saying? Institutionally. So, of course, niggas get shot anywhere. Of course, children get shot in schools. You know what I'm saying? We live in a bloody, violent society, and we won't be different until we stop pretending that it's that is not what it is. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, I don't know the situation uh, with Takeoff in particular, but I know this country and I know how dangerous this shit is for all of us because of all of that other stuff that this shit is built upon. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, when you talk about the passing of PNB Rock, rest in peace to PNB Rock, and it's like, yeah. you know, gun accessibility and poverty are what led to PNB Rock getting killed, not hip hop. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, <clears throat> there's a reason behind it. Like you said, we refuse to address actual reasons in this country. Um, there's a reason why these things happen and there's a reason why, uh, you know, um, these, a lot of this shit is uniquely American. Right. You know what I mean? We're just a, a, just a society that, that's been fostered in this country is exactly, um, one based around, um, um, guns and capital and you know like it's it's just a it's it's a sad situation and it is something that is uniquely american and that's something that like again like i think my my biggest takeaway is like we have to let's reshape our direction because of exactly what you said let's address the actual issues that we have as opposed to being like oh well you know like we got black on black crime and we need to stop that and blah 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 blah. how can we how can we ask the police to stop killing us when we we kill us and it's like <laughs> no that's not the narrative we need to be having you know what i mean yeah um, we, we need to figure something out because this shit yeah uh this shit is exhausting yeah, shit is exhausting. You know what I'm saying? A, a a school shooting, you know, a mass shooting in public, a rapper getting shot, people in your neighborhood getting shot. All of this shit impacts us. All of this shit. Yeah. You know, we be we may be able to like keep it moving and jump on, you know, Twitter or IG or you know watch TV or watch the game or whatever after this shit happens. This shit all makes an impression. And there's a reason why so many of us are depressed, anxious. There's a reason we live in a sick society. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Other people in other places have uh, a greater degree, a whole, uh, more whole mental health. Because they're not living in a fucking... uh, 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 they're not living in a fucking war zone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, until until we're willing to really address uh, what our country is and until we're willing to get serious about all of these guns and shit, we're just going to be on a cycle endlessly. Yes. Exactly. And ain't no, ain't no amount of... There's personal responsibility because you don't have to shoot nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's a lot easier for you to shoot somebody when you live in a society that constantly reinforces that shit. Yeah. You know, I don't want to take away personal responsibility because if I get in an argument with a man, the last thought that I have is to pull a gun out and shoot him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's personal shit, but it's also the, the, the culture that we live under. That shit is important. A lot of times people try to take away, you know, oh, well, you know, you you just did wrong. Yeah, you did. But human beings, culture shapes how human beings think, act, 
and what they believe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if you live in a violent culture, it's easier for, for violence to come from you. Yeah, there's a whole hyper-masculinity aspect of culture that that leads into this. There's there's all types of things that like that feed this. It's not one simple thing. And that's, again, why we need to address it in a larger scope as opposed to that just being like violence in hip hop or like there's a larger um, area we need to talk about that would make a difference. Yeah, that's that feels like a cop out the way people Mm -hmm. just, you know, oh, it's, you know, it's rap music like. That brother wasn't rapping when he like when he was killed, like, come on. No, exactly. And it wasn't over some like beef on a record or some shit right. like that. It's none of that. It was right. just a just terrible occurrence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think we can get to some uh, some new music. Have you been listening to anything new? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been listening to uh, Rat Ferreira. His album is entitled Five to the Eye with Stars. Um, this record is crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy. Uh, he his his rap Ferreira, his rhyme style is not really like anybody else's. Uh he he has so many little uh like insights and lines throughout this record. There's one uh, we were talking about this on uh NPR too, but uh there's a line on here where he says, uh gratitude, the only attitude you could get from me. My son laugh sound like a symphony, and God never failed to ask me if I'm listening. I when he said that shit, I was like, "Yo, what?" <laughs> like, yeah. And this it's it's just like all kind of stuff uh, like that throughout this record. Uh, the production is gorgeous, yeah. And I wasn't like I knew about him mm-hmm. uh, and had heard him, but this is the first record that I really tapped in with him uh on but yeah rat ferreira five to the eye with stars really dope record where i'm gonna check that out where uh, is it everywhere streaming everywhere yeah most of the joints like most you know how it is now yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah most of the joints we talk about is like you can find this joint uh everywhere pretty much where i'm gonna definitely check that out yeah definitely um I was listening to 10 from uh, West Side Gun. Um, I've been listening to this record a lot. Um, mm-hmm. This may be one of my favorite records from West Side Gun's ever done. Really? Yeah, I really love this record. Um, Peppers with fucking Black Star. Like, mm-hmm. I never thought I'd hear a most deaf quality and West Side Gun joint. And one of the things I really love too is. Whenever Westside has like people like that, especially like a rappers from outside of like the normal, like the the gun talking, drug talk type rapper, yeah. he's anytime he's on a, a record with somebody not like that, he steps his game up, and his mm-hmm. verse on this record is insane. Um, he's got science class that has uh, one of the best Buster verses I've heard in like fifteen years. Buster be popping in is he he came off on that uh the joint with him Conway and Big Daddy Kane too yes that shit yeah, yeah. just came out so yeah Buster he he be sprinkling little shits in lately yeah um that joint also got Ghost and Raekwon on it mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it, it's such a such a great record um Stove Got Cooks is all over this joint killing yeah. it he's I I need him to put like how the ladies been waiting on Scissor. 
yes. to put out an album, I need. I'm waiting on Stove Guy. Yeah, Stove Guy to put out a new a new record. Yeah, I need to hear Straight more up. songs about selling coke in a uh, selling coke in a uh, church parking lot. I need more songs about <laughs> shit like that. Um, and you know, Stove Guy's a beast. ASAP Rocky's on here, which is killing it. Like it's a it's such a and Westside is bringing it. And like like I said before, Westside is definitely not the best lyricist out of Griselda. But he's his energy and his like his vibe is so great, man. And he's yeah. he and he's he's a curator, man. He knows how to put records together, right? Um. So yeah, check out Ten, um, by uh, West Side Gun and what was your record? Oh, Rap Ferreira, uh, Five to the Eye with Stars. Where check out both of those records. Um. Besides that, we can wrap up. Um. Serious Rap Shit Vivo. Videos going up on a regular. Um, if you are not subscribed, make sure you are subscribed. We got a lot of shit that goes up there exclusively. There's interviews up there that are exclusive. There's whole bonus episodes that are exclusive just to that site. So if you listen to this podcast and you are not following the Vivo page, you need to be. Because there's if you like the podcast, there's plenty of shit up there that you're going to like. So go follow that. You, uh, Serious Rap Shit vivo all one word in your youtube search bar it'll pop right up subscribe like and share those videos <clears throat> you can find us anywhere you uh listen to podcast serious rap shit make sure you uh are following us on social media at serious rap shit on instagram and twitter you're john underscore liberator instagram and twitter i'm indy indi underscore srs on instagram and twitter um and also, SeriousRapShit.com. All our merchandise is there. Go grab something, support an independent podcast. And besides that, we'll be back again soon. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his rap shit to you.